We're going to look at an example in the Old Testament showing a wicked person falling. Because in 1 Corinthians 10, Paul said, Now all these things happened unto them for examples, and they are written for our admonition, upon whom the ends of the world are come. So when we see these Old Testament examples, they're for our benefit. They're to exhort us not to go in the way of wickedness. We're going to look today at rebellion against Moses. God chose Moses to lead the children of Israel out of the bondage of Egypt. But they rebelled against Moses over and over and brought their own destruction. They brought plagues upon themselves. They had to wander in the wilderness 40 years because of their disobedience in searching out the land and rebellion against Moses. Rebellion brings great wrath. If you rebel against a scripture or a legitimate minister of God, not one of the apostate ministers, it can bring great harm to you. So the rebellion against Moses is an admonition for us today not to do this. Go in the way of God. Numbers 21 verse 5. And the people spake against God and against Moses. Now they thought they were speaking against Moses. They were also speaking against God who appointed Moses. And the people said in their complaint against Moses, Wherefore have ye brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there's no bread here, neither is there any water, and our soul loatheth this light bread. They hated the manna that God provided. They wanted the leeks and garlics, the excitement of Egypt. And they blamed Moses for bringing them out of Egypt where they had plenty of spicy food, leeks, garlics. But they hated all this light bread, manna. They forgot the hard labor Pharaoh did upon them. And they forgot how they begged God for deliverance at the time Pharaoh was making their bondage so hard. They forgot the way Pharaoh commanded them to kill their male children because there were getting to be too many Hebrews. In deliverance, their heart turned back into Egypt. And they longed for Egypt, though the bondage was hard bondage in Egypt. It'd be sort of like, we've been delivered from certain people. And sometimes we grow very weak and long to talk to those unbelievers. 
and we go and talk to them. And then we don't know why we did that. That was so awful. They were not thankful to God for their deliverance from Egypt. And they fought against Moses, whom God used as a deliverer. Numbers chapter 16. Here's an example. The rebellion of Korah. K-O-R-A-H. Now Korah, the son of Izar, the son of Korath, the son of Levi, and Dathan and Ibram, the sons of Elab, and On, the son of Peleth, the sons of Reuben, took men, and they rose up before Moses with certain of the children of Israel, 250 princes of the assembly, famous in the congregation, men of renown, Korah, Dathan, and Ibram rose up. And they gathered themselves together against Moses and against Aaron and said unto them, Ye take too much upon you, seeing all the congregation are holy, every one of them, and the Lord is among them. Wherefore then lift ye up yourselves above the congregation of the Lord. That was against Moses and Aaron. And when Moses heard it, he fell upon his face. And he spake unto Korah and unto all his company, saying, Even tomorrow the Lord will show who are his and who is holy, and he will cause him to come near unto him, even him whom he hath chosen, will he cause to come near unto him. And Moses said, This do, take you censers, Korah, and all his company, and put fire therein, and put incense in them before the Lord tomorrow. And it shall be that the man whom the Lord doth choose, he shall be holy. Ye take too much upon you, ye sons of Levi. And Moses said unto Korah, Here I pray you, Ye sons of Levi, seemeth it but a small thing unto you that the God of Israel hath separated you from the congregation of Israel to bring you near to himself, to do the service of the tabernacle of the Lord, and to stand before the congregation to minister unto them? And he hath brought thee near to him? And all thy brethren, the sons of Levi, with thee? Do you seek the priesthood also? For which cause both thou and all thy company are gathered together against the Lord? And what is Aaron that ye murmur against him? 
Why are you murmuring against Aaron? And Moses sent to call Dathan and Abiram, the sons of Eliab, which said, We will not come up. And they said to Moses, Is it a small thing that thou hast brought us up out of a land that floweth with milk and honey to kill us in this wilderness? except thou make thyself altogether a prince over us. Moreover, thou hast not brought us into a land that floweth with milk and honey, or given us inheritance of fields and vineyards. Wilt thou put out the eyes of these men? We will not come up to you. And Moses was very wroth, and said unto the Lord, Respect not thou their offering. And Moses said to God, I have not taken one ass from them, neither have I hurt one of them. And Moses said unto Korah, Be thou and all thy company before the Lord, thou and they and Aaron tomorrow. And take every man his censer, and put incense in them, and bring ye before the Lord every man his censer, two hundred and fifty censers, thou also, and Aaron, each of you, his censer. And they took every man his censer, and put fire in the censers, and laid incense thereon, and stood in the door of the tabernacle of the congregation with Moses and Aaron. And Korah gathered all the congregation against them unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, and the glory of the Lord appeared unto all the congregation. And the Lord spake unto Moses and unto Aaron, saying, Separate yourself from among this congregation that I may consume them in a moment. And they fell upon their faces and said, O God, the God of spirits of all flesh, shall one man sin, and wilt thou be wroth with all the congregation? And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the congregation, saying, Get you up from about the tabernacle of Korah, Datham, and Abram. And Moses rose up and went unto Dathan and Abram, and the elders of Israel followed him. And he spake unto the congregation, saying, Depart, I pray you, from the tents of these wicked men and touch nothing of theirs, lest ye be consumed in all their sins. And that's exactly what I would say to you who are sitting in an apostate church where they've eliminated portions of Scripture because they are going to be judged, destroyed by Jesus when he comes through the clouds.
for I don't believe he comes to the earth. I think Jesus comes through the clouds, gathers the elect, and judges those on the earth, whether they be good or bad. And his angels come to the earth and take all of his people off the earth at that time. So they got up from the tabernacle of Korah, Dathan and Abram, on every side. And Dathan and Abram came out and stood in the door of their tents, and their wives and their sons and their little children. And Moses said, Hereby ye shall know that the Lord hath sent me to do all these works, for I have not done them of mine own mind. If these men die the common death of all men, or if they be visited after the visitation of all men, then the Lord hath not sent me. But if the Lord make a new thing, and the earth open up her mouth and swallow them up with all that appertain unto them, and they go down quick into the pit, then ye shall understand that these men have provoked the Lord. Verse 31, And it came to pass, as he had made an end of speaking all these words, that the ground clave asunder that was under them, and the earth opened her mouth and swallowed them up and their houses and all the men that appertained unto Korah and all their goods. They and all that appertained unto them went down alive into the pit and the earth closed upon them and they perished from among the congregation. Verse 34, And all Israel that were round about them fled at the cry of them, for they said, Lest the earth swallow us up also. So they fled. And there came a fire out from the Lord and consumed the 250 men that offered incense. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto Eleazar the son of Aaron, the priest, that he take up the censers out of the burning, and scatter thou the fire yonder, for they are hallowed. The censers of these sinners against their own souls, let them make broad plates for a covering of the altar, for they offered them before the Lord, therefore they are hallowed. And they shall be a sign unto the children of Israel. And they're a sign to us today. And Eleazar the priest took the brazen censers wherewith they that were burnt had offered, and they were made broad plates for a covering of the altar. 
to be a memorial unto the children of Israel that no stranger, which is not of the seed of Aaron, come near to offer incense before the Lord. They had made themselves ministers. That he be not as Korah and as his company, as the Lord had said to him by the hand of Moses. Then on the next day, the congregation of the children of Israel murmured against Moses and against Aaron, saying, Ye have killed the people of the Lord. It's just amazing. If they don't get it wrong one way, they get it wrong another way. That's why we have a Holy Spirit in us, is to keep us in the way of truth. Verse 42, And it came to pass, when the congregation was gathered against Moses and against Aaron, that they looked toward the tabernacle of the congregation, and behold, the cloud covered it, and the glory of the Lord appeared. And Moses and Aaron came before the tabernacle of the congregation. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Get you up from among this congregation, that I may consume them as in a moment. Moses and Aaron fell upon their faces. And Moses said unto Aaron, Take a censer and put fire therein from off the altar, and put on incense, and go quickly unto the congregation, and make an atonement for them. For there is wrath gone out from the Lord. The plague is begun. And Aaron took as Moses commanded and ran into the midst of the congregation and behold, the plague was begun among the people. And he put on incense and made an atonement for the people. And he stood between the dead and the living and the plague was stayed. Now they that died in the plague were 14,700, beside them that died about the matter of Korah. Now, of course, Jesus is our sacrifice. But if you go and deliberately sin, what then? I can give you three sets of scripture that says, you crucify the Son of God afresh if you After you've learned the truth, go out and sin. You can read that in Hebrews chapter 10, starting at verse 26. 2 Peter chapter 2 talks about this. And toward the end of the chapter, it says, it's like a dog returning to its vomit if you go out and sin after the knowledge of the truth. I have sadly witnessed this in some of the churches I have attended. One of the persons who said he was a Bible teacher, and he called himself a Christian. He was a divorced man, had not remarried. 
But he was going to the bars at night and picking up women and having sex with the women. He admitted it to me when I said, are you having sexual intercourse with this woman? And he said, of course. I said to him, now, you know, I, I can't have fellowship with you. I can't keep company with you. I can't come to your Bible classes. I can't go to church and sit by you. Because Paul said in 1 Corinthians 5, don't keep company if any man who calls himself a brother is a fornicator. Turn him over to Satan for the destruction of the flesh that the spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord. That's 1 Corinthians 5. And this man at our church who was doing that replied, that's right. He didn't care. So Aaron stood before the congregation with the sacrifice and he stood between the dead and the living, and the plague was stayed. Now they that died in this plague were 14,700, beside them that died about the matter of Korah. And Aaron returned unto Moses, unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, and the plague was stayed. Now, something much worse than these plagues of the Old Testament is coming upon this world. It's the great tribulation of the wrath of God, where the trumpets sound and the angels pour out vials upon this earth, vials of the wrath of God, torments. And these judgments that are coming show us that God is righteous, and he will not put up with the wickedness that we are seeing today in the world and in the apostate churches. In the end of this world, God sends 14 plagues and woes upon the rebellious ones of the world and against the apostate churches, which cast aside the word of God and set up their own doctrines to approve sinners among the church of the apostasy. And you can see the judgments that are coming in Revelation 8, 9, and 16. And that is what is coming in the days ahead. So when we read these Old Testament examples, they are supposed to warn you to straighten up your own life and repent and don't do those things anymore. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.